0: Up, Up podcast from the Devil in the Detail, Ira Paxson and we're here talking all things sold for Red Devils. Joining the show as ever, with Paul Whiteside. Looking forward to the big game against Huddersfield on Friday, Paul.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I like going there. Huddersfield's a good trip, and uh, we've not lost there since 2013. Believe it or not, right. we've uh, we've got a good record there. So. Uh, Records are
2: there to be broken, aren't
1: they? But no, I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed going there, you know, for, even for like the, the 90s and um, the early 2000s, and that's always a good trip. I used to go on the train and things like that, but no, I'm excited. Should be a good game, and uh, obviously, the, the Watson and Luke Yates sort of scenario as well is going to add a bit of spice to it. And uh, yeah, I just hope the supporters behave themselves because <laughs> we've had a few incidents there over the years, But no, excited for it. I, I like going there and just want to see us uh, put a bit of a performance in, I think. Yeah, also, john
0: have got Paul Parkin. Uh, Parkin, looking forward to the game against Uddersfield. Obviously, opportunity to right a few wrongs. Um,
3: looking forward to it might be a stretch. Um, <laughs> right. Just let you know, I've hired, I've hired a new light in person, so yeah. um, we've got light tonight. Yeah, um, yeah look, I, I don't know if looking forward to it's the right, the right phrase. Um it it could go one way or the other. We could be a massive surprise. Um or it it could go the way the last two weeks, but um we'll see. It's gonna be interesting. Let let's just let's just put it that way.
0: That let, let there be light and light came Parker and the wife had to pedal a bit faster. But that's all right. That We're back <laughs> in there. Uh, we've got the, the lights going now, which is which is great. Uh, I spoke to Richard Marshall in the pre match press conference uh before and this is what I had to say. Coach's corner. You said things need to change and fast on Friday night. What have you changed this week in the build-up to the to the game?
2: Yeah, there's a couple of changes within within the squad. Uh, there'll be a couple of changes within that squad uh, in terms of in, time, in terms of the game plan. What we'll do is we'll keep what we tried to do in that first 20 minutes, and we'll build off the back of that. Um, and we'll, we'll also work on our attacking structure. I think our attacking structure needs to change. I think we need to be nailing our plays, making sure we're running the, the correct lines. Uh, we've done quite a lot on it as well, but but at the same time, it's under pressure. Uh, when the chips are down, we need to nail them plays. So that's yeah, that, that, that's hopefully will be the change this week. Yeah, you're, it's always a tough place
0: to be uh, towards the bottom of the league. You said you've had Sean Wayne in uh, this week. What did you learn from that? Uh, and did he speak to your players as well?
2: It just gives, yeah it gives a fair assessment of one of our training sessions, um, which was good, which was wasn't too far off exactly how I would have pitched it. He spoke with us as coaches, myself and Danny, um, you know it's I'm you know I'm not afraid to go and ask for help if we need it, and I thought it was a, a, a good move for the club to get the current England coach coach in. He can have a look at our players, um, and and for me as head coach as well, just bounce some ideas around there. So yeah, I thought that was a really good. A good session uh, and I'll keep in touch with him throughout the next couple of weeks as well. He's, he's keen to come in again and do a little bit more with us. Uh, so that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, oh, obviously over the last couple of weeks we've not sort of played well. Do you feel like you've been let down by your players or do you just take that responsibility as, as head coach?
2: That's my my responsibility. The players, you know, we come up with the plans. I am very in- inclusive coach. I do let the players have a bit of a say in, 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 in what we're doing but at the same time I pick the team Uh, And I'll put the best team out there at the weekend um, and they deliver the plan. We've done it for incremental parts in in, in, in games, but not for not on the whole for not enough long enough periods. Uh, Our our possession stats are quite low and we make a few errors. We've got to get more confidence in our D, Uh, but that's on me. That's not on the players. I don't feel let down by the players, not at all.
0: Yeah, your team's in a rut at the moment, uh, but the quality is there. We, We can see that. How would you shock them out of the, the negative spiral that they might
2: be in? Uh, reward the positive behaviours, re- reward the stuff that we do really well and enjoy what we're doing, I think. You know, when you come to work, uh, listen, we did all the stats and the reviews and that, and you get up on a Monday morning and you're ready to go, I'm ready to go again. Um, that's just what you do. You just get up and you keep going. Um, but also enjoying what we do, enjoying being around the place. As I've said many times, it's a privileged environment. We are at Salford. Uh, it's a great it's a great uh, city it's a great place to play rugby uh, there's some wins in there really happy with someone like Elijah Taylor coming from the other side of the world and having a real big impact on this team <laughs> working with the juniors um you know there's, there, you've got to get the small wins as, as a coach and as players and, and and hopefully that we can feed off of that in games
0: yeah obviously discipline has been an issue with players being simbined and sent off and banged. Is as a coach, is it kind of your philosophy to be as aggressive as you can and, and sort of run run the line between sort of legal and illegal, or is it just sort of players sort of going over top in, in certain situations?
2: I think the you know there's every incident is different, but I think with us, certain players get frustrated within the game and then take their frustrations out on the opposition, probably the wrong way. Um I didn't think the poorly was a send-off at the weekend. I did, I just didn't. I thought <clears throat> I didn't think it was a send-off at all. It was you know, it was slightly late. It was a penalty, but it wasn't a Simbin or a send-off. Uh, the Chris Atkin one is debatable. I'm not quite sure, really. I've, we've had a couple of them where they've been play on this year, then one on well both. But I'm glad, I'm so glad that rule's going next year. I think that's... I just think it confuses the whole... I, I just think it's not a great spectacle, a great look. Um, you know, he, he, even Ulkaya. We, looked, we, we reviewed, uh, previewed Ulkaya and Matt Parcells. is a fantastic player and he gets a few of them. It's obviously in his in his dynamics to get them. I think Takarangi got one as well. So I'm glad that's going. Um, yeah, but we'll look after ourselves on that.
0: Yeah, there's a few players linked to Huddersfield for next season. Is the big test this week end, sort of keeping the players focused on the challenge on Friday?
2: Yeah, we're forgetting about, it's not about the opposition. It's about what we do this week. It's about turning up with a real good mindset, a real good attitude now and having a dig. Listen, if we walk off the field and we give every inch... Uh, for 80 minutes and we've still not won, I'll be happy. Uh, listen, if we do that, give every inch, we've got more chance of winning if we build off the stuff that we've been doing. I think that's it. And it, it, when you're a fan and you pay money, that's all you can ask for. Uh, we've had that in bucket loads. You know, three weeks ago, we went toe-to-toe we to against Wigan, one of the best teams in the comp, and um, and just fell short. But So we, we can do it, uh, and I hope this Friday we do it.
0: Yeah, for fans will be in attendance on Friday. How, how important is it that we stay behind you and not get distracted by our ex-coach being sat in the other dugout?
2: Yeah, I mean that they—they. They, I don't know. I, don't, I can only speak for myself and my team. I'm not quite sure. I think it's great that our supporters will be there, 100 uh, behind us. I know it's been it's been a tough period uh, for the club, but we'll come through. We'll come through this period. Hopefully, Friday is that is, is is the evening to do that, and our supporters will be singing that song. Uh, and hopefully we're singing the winning song at the end. Cheers, Rick. Good luck.
0: So that's Richard Marshall uh, talking to himself, uh, ahead of the uh, the game against Huddersfield. Uh, Paul and he and he, and he mentioned obviously there will be changes, uh, you know, going forward, um, and it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Obviously, you know, we haven't got the biggest squad in the world, and it um, kind of needs to to nurture his players to 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 play a bit better.
1: Well, yeah, I think one plus this week should be the Dan Sergeant comes back after his suspension. So I would I would have thought, Dan... Yeah, Well, I would have, wouldn't have thought if we were playing well he'd have walked back straight to the side. You've got to work your way back in. But the way we've been playing, he probably will walk straight back into the team. But it'll be interesting to see the 21-man squad when it is announced. Um, when people are listening to this, it's probably already been announced, hasn't it? But um, no, it's going to be interesting because there's, there's been sort of four or five six changes every week hasn't there you know I, I sort of keep my team sheets and I, I sort of compare them every week and just see who's been changed around there has been at least five or six changes every week and you know it, it, this week's going to be a, be a tough one uh, I think Sargent coming back's a, a good one he's one of them though Sargent, and he needs to keep his head we don't want him to come back in this game there's going to be a bit of passion this game and it'd be like him to just go in there he's full blooded and we don't want him to go in there and do something over the top and get himself sent off so if you're listening Dan just you know be careful because <laughs> <laughs> I love him to bits he's, he's a real all-hearted player but I've said it before he's like the kid that goes climbing trees always falling over and cutting himself and things like that so he needs to be careful but I think he's a big boost for the side I think he's a he's a, he's a leader on the pitch as well and a whole-hearted player so I think he'll be a good positive boost for us and uh, Obviously, we've got a new signing as well, but I don't think he's going to feature this week because he saw oh, that's something on the back burner. But that signing of, the, of this halfback that's coming over—I can't remember his name. Apologies. That's going to put a bit of pressure on the guys that are there. You know, you have got Lol here, there, deck patterns there, Chris Atkin. You've got a new guy coming in now. Those guys have got to play well, now or could lose the place. So, uh, so yeah, this week going to be interesting to see what Richard uh, comes up with.
0: Yeah, the new <clears throat> the new signing is called Atahing Anu. Uh, Park, it's probably not pronounced like that, uh, but you know what I'm like with with uh, with names and Welleraki <laughs> and uh Lusick and Lusick and you know i just make them up as I go along really. Yes, like... <laughs> yeah
1: it's
3: <laughs> not it it... so
0: Yeah. He he did talk about uh attacking structures uh and he and he, he's looking at sort of changing it um for Uddersfield. What what do you think he means by that? Do you think he he means sort of changes in position or, or players maybe coming in?
3: I, I don't know. if see the, the strange thing is if they're working on things, um, why have they not done that previously? Knowing how bad we've been in attack, I think uh, Paul mentioned on the on the podcast earlier this week that we'd scored something like a hundred and six points or something in nine games. We should have been working on that way before. So I'm not sure what, what he means. There must be something in the structure of the way of playing or or whether the ball's going through somebody's hands and he wants to swap it and make that a different player and play that role. Not sure where he's, where he's going with that. Um, and again, it depends on, on who's available. You know, you can only play a certain way when you've got certain players. Um, and and Paul's mentioned, obviously, Sard coming back. I there, There's... I, I, I could see him playing full-back again, because um, I don't think Morgan Escaray has had the greatest couple of weeks, um, to say the least. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But for me, Saj, he's a centre and he's a, he's an international centre and he should play in the centre this this week, and that gives you a different option again. Going, you know, in that position out wide, and he knows that up on winger. We we've not done that for weeks, really. Played played to to you know, to a winger. Um, and that's, that's another side of the attacking game that our wingers do not see the ball enough. But maybe that's another thing he's looked at. Um, and one of the big criticisms has been, and certainly on social media is we, we've been doing this five drives in a kick, you know, and it's generally a bit of an aimless kick as well, because we haven't made enough meters because we've done too much defending. Um, But maybe, you know, that's another side of it. So, uh, I, I don't know, Richard and, uh, and Danny Orr, who's who's there, will have their own ideas, and maybe they're just going to switch things up a bit and try a new a new style. I don't know. They've not had long to work on it, so um, yeah, in, interesting, interesting statement. But again, like I say, it depends who's available. You know how far other players are. I don't know. We've, like possibly we've not seen the squad yet for, for this week. But um, if you can get a few more bodies back, then you can play a different way. And uh, you know you play to your strengths, and and, and strengths to me are of playing players in the right position. So, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. But yeah, you know he, he's obviously spotted that this needs to change.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, like you said, with Dan Saj coming back, Morgan Escalier at at, at fullback, possibly. I, I think you've got to play your strongest side, and uh, Morgan Escalier as a as an actual fullback at fullback. Dan Sideson as a, in, an international centre in the centre only strengthens our attacking prowess, Paul. We'll have to wait and see what, what Richard Marshall means about, about that. Obviously, with this the new signing coming in, half-backs now have, have competition, even though they had competition before, they've got even more now, so they'll have to start doing something. Um, Richard Marshall talked about Sean Wayne uh, coming down to the club this week and, and sort of talking to him and his coaches and and, and the players and, and geeing them up and finding out, you know, and him sort of studying what Marshall was doing, what, what he was doing right and wrong. And I suppose it, it kind of gives, and he fed back to Marshall by the sound of it, so it kind of gives Marshall confidence that, you know, what he's doing is, is right. Uh, he probably just needed a bit of reassurance from somebody like the England coach.
1: Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, just going back to what you were saying there before about, about Dan and I think to give be a big lift to the side and I know where I'd be playing him. I'd be playing him in that centre there, maybe with, with Joe Burgess. Um, you know, they, they played together at Wigan, didn't they? So that that could be a real fruitful partnership, that down the wing. Um, full-back, I don't know whether i play play Seal or full-back tomorrow, I'm not too sure. He's played there before, he's a steady Eddie. I've not got nothing against Morgan Esqueray. I'm not like a Morgan sort of, I don't like him. I think he's a, a decent player, but I just don't think he's been on form at the moment. Mm. His defence has looked a bit iffy, and that's where it's something we need to we need to tighten up. Um, if he's played well in training this week and Marshall goes with him, well, I'll, I'll get behind that. But I don't want Sargent to go there. I, I want Sargent in the centre. Sargent is a centre. He's an out and out centre. It's like when we had Chris Wellham. He's a centre. That's where he should play. Um, that's where he plays best for me. I know. I think he might disagree with Dan size Sometimes I think he likes playing at full back doesn't he? Uh, but no, that's where I'd have him this, this this week. And I think we'll be more dangerous with him on the on the on the on the edges anyway. So, uh, you know, when we look at that. When you look at that, Reese Williams and, and Burgess and CEO and Saj, and that's a good three-quarter line. They're, they're good players. They're good quality players, and we should be scoring more points than 106 in nine games. Not good enough. So, I think that's something we need to be looking at this week. I don't think Huddersfield's defence is is tremendous. I think we can score points against them definitely. So, we uh, will be interesting to see what what Richard decides and and what he comes up with. It. I think it's every week now. I say every week. I'm reading the team news out. There's been changes and people's eyes are always on that squad, aren't they now? And you, when the when the club put the squad out, you'll get people commenting, oh, what's what's this? Why has he picked him? And why has he picked that? And it gets people talking. So uh, it's been a bit of a contentious uh, thing when we see the squad go out.
0: Yeah, I asked him whether he felt like he'd been let down by his players' parking. He, he didn't. He, he defended his players. He, he, took, he took full responsibility on, on what's happened. Um, and you're just hoping the players kind of uh, repay him for that faith.
3: Yeah, very much so, and 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 repay the fans for for you know poor performances all round. Uh, like like we said on the podcast the other day, you know the, these lads have got to take responsibility. It's not all on the coach, you know. No. He picks the team. If he picks the wrong team, you know he's got to hold his hands up, and that's what he's done this this week. You know he's come out and he said, you know, I take responsibility for the team, but those players have got to uh, got to step up, and this. this is is the key game in many ways to do that. You know, a lot of them will have personal relationships with, with Ian Watson in whatever manner they had them, you know, whether it was good or bad, but you've all got a point to prove, but not just for this game to yourselves and to, to to the club and, and to Richard Marshall. Um, So like Paul said, if you can't get up for this, you know, but what's the point? Um, So, yeah, again, it depends who's available, but uh, I think they'll be fired up. Hopefully, not overly fired up. That's that's the other side of it. Discipline's got to be the key. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be good. I think you know, good traveling sort of support going over as well to give us a bit of a bit of a, a G up in many ways. But um, whether that makes a difference or not, I don't know. Um, but he's you know he's just got to pick for me. If he picks the right players in the right positions, like Paul said, I. I I've nothing against Morgan Esker. I think As an attacking weapon, he could be very, very dangerous. He's he looks a bit shot at the moment. And the one thing you don't, you don't want to do—he's you know, somebody um, he, he, he's not going to do him any favors. Maybe just give him a week out or whatever it is. I'd happily see Kenny say, a full-back. He's played he's played fullback in the NRL. I think you know, so he, he's not he's not a dummy there. You could have your Williams and, and Burgess on, on each wing. You've got Sardinson. You could play uh, Davis again, because so I thought he did OK. But Lavette could easily slot back in the centres. I don't know where Matty Costello's is at the moment. I don't know if he'll be back at any time soon. But we've still got real quality in there. And that back line looks more secure to me, like that. Um, so I think that would be the, the change and make make at the back. Half-backs is... Uh, is a big a big issue at the moment it's not working no matter who's playing there i i, I like chris Atkin a lot i really do but possibly as, as the backup hooker i think that might be his you know his role he, he is a good player though uh, and i don't I, he's one of them that i don't want to knock too much because he, he's never really let us down in any way but we have got deck patton there we said it a few weeks ago if he is going to be playing he needs to play scrum half he's not He's not, I'm not going to say he's not good anywhere else, but he's not as good anywhere else. Um, and I, I personally, and this might be controversial, I don't know. I, if, if we've got the bodies available, I'd probably leave out Tua. I think he's been, well, not productive enough for, for my liking. Um, he, he's taking too many silly options at times. Uh, and some of his kicking as well. That's what he's famed for. Yeah, he's got a great kicking game. But some of it has been straight to fallbacks or just up in the air and nowhere. And and I, I think last week he looked a little disinterested or low on confidence, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, that's that's my personal opinion. Uh, whether we've got the bodies to, to cover that, I don't know. But there may be a couple of changes, little tweaks I'd, I'd, I'd possibly make. It's a big call.
0: Paul dropping two willola here.
1: Why? He's a player. Well...
0: I'll tell you why, because he's, he's our international half-back. He's probably seen as one of our most attacking threat. Uh, he can be a bit of a loose cannon, um, but he did make the try for NCO against OKR. So.
1: No players bigger than the squad, though, Rob. If you're not playing well, you don't play. I don't buy that, whether he plays for Tonga or what. He, he, to me, I've got nothing against him. I think he's a good player, but drifting in and out of games, you can't play 10-minute cameo roles here and there. You've got to get grab the game by the scruff of the neck if you're going to win matches you need somebody on there who's going to grab the game lead the team round the pitch and he's not doing that so you've got to make a change you keep doing the same thing every week you're going to get the same result I don't know, he was the American president who said that one, so I'm not going to claim that one, but it's it's a saying, isn't it? So you've got to do something different. If we do the same thing we did against OKR, we're going to get the same results we got against OKR. We've got to do something different. Tumilale is a really talented player. We've seen what he did in the World Cup for, for Tonga a couple of years ago, I know, but done some great stuff for us. I mean, that try he scored in the grand final, they got disallowed. It was a great try. Yeah, we know what he can do but at the moment he's not doing it he's low on confidence for whatever reason there's all sorts of rumours flying about that he's going to sign for Huddersfield this that, and the other he's had his head turned I don't know what's true and you know perhaps it's perhaps this week would be a time to just give the guy a rest like Parkey said about Eskode sometimes players just need that week out you know get their head back together get their head down in training they kick up the backside that they need perhaps Tui thinks I can't get dropped I'm too good I can just you know do what I want you know, perhaps that, that shock to the system sometimes is what you need. So I don't know. And, and we say if we d- he doesn't play, who do we play there? And that's another difficult one. Is it Atkin and, and, and Patton? I suppose it'd have to be, really, wouldn't it? So I'm in the same boat as, as Parkin regarding. As Paul Parkin, sorry, as, as Parky, sorry, I'm getting mixed up here. Sunday as Parky. <laughs> He's got that many names. No, I'm in the same boat as Parking regarding Chris Atkin. I think we were talking before about the OKR game. Chris Atkin, for me, was one of the players that came out of that game and I felt sorry for him because you could see when he got simbined, he walked off just in front of where I was and he was fuming and and it seemed like it meant something to him, the game. He was upset and, you know, no disrespect to Chris Atkin, I don't think he's the greatest half-back in the league, I don't think he's the greatest player in the league, but I think one thing you get from him is 100% commitment every week. He try, tries his heart out, he really does. Um, so I'd have Chris in the team I'd have him in the team every week because I like him I think he's a clever player um, Deck Patton I agree with Parkey about that I don't think he's a hooker I don't think he's a hooker at all I think he's better at seven so does he start at seven it's a, it's a difficult one it's a dead difficult situation this for Richard Maj could this be the game where Tui Lollerier goes out and plays really well don't know I hope so
0: I suppose the fact that Patton and Atkin are both Sort of scrum halves. Does that would that affect the the shape of the side? Uh Parker don't claim to be uh, a rugby league coach at all, but I think there's. Is there two ways you can split the field and have sort of two halves sort of playing? If uh,
3: if they've worked it, if they've trained together, if, if both know who's doing what, I, I, I suppose it's not ideal. Of course, it's not, but they're both half. But both, it's very similar these days. I tend to find there used to be a, a massive difference between your standoff and your scrum half. I'm not sure it's quite as the The golf's quite there now. Um, I mean, going back to Tui last week, he was the senior partner in that. He is the international player. He's the one that takes control of the game for, for me and, and isn't doing. Uh, and it was kind of telling that Richard Marshall took him off. How many times in a game does a standoff ever get subbed? Uh, it doesn't happen, does it? So, there was definitely something lacking there last week, whether that's the kick up the backside he needed, whether he's into, to into Richard Marshall this week, knocked on his door and said, listen, I'm sorry, boss. I wasn't good enough. I've got, me, you know, there's things going on, you know, possibly behind the scenes, but I'll guarantee you, I will give you 100%, you know, while I'm at this club and, I'm, you know, working underneath you. And he'll be back in this week and, and, and may, have, like Paul said, may have an absolute world beating game. You just don't know. But, Again, like Paul said, you don't keep making the same mistakes. Something's got to change. Somebody needs a, a jolt in that team. Um, and maybe something like that. Quite, you know, might be quite seismic, I suppose, but take him out. Take him out of the team um, and, and show every player that, you know, you don't just get a shirt at this club. You've got to work for it. And if your heart's not in it and your commitment's not there, sorry, you're not playing. So a lot of decisions for, for Richard Marshall to make this week. And again, I'll go back and say has he got the players, you know who's fit, who's not fit. We don't know, but um, I think we need a, a, we do need a change somewhere. wherever the problem is, I'm not sure. But going back to the halfback situation, can them two players, Patton and and Atkin, do any worse than we have been doing? I, that's the other side of it. You know, we're not winning games and we're getting thumped. You know, we if we don't win this week and we get thumped, it's the same outcome. If we get a bit closer than these two lads, the, the thing is for me, and like Paul's more or less alluded to there you know, about acting, playing with heart. That's all I want. Bit of commitment, bit of pride in you and your shirt and your teammates around you. A lot of players last week didn't show that, and I think um, they're the ones that get the shirt for me. Not not on ability. On 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 heart, you know. They're obviously decent players, the Super League players. You know, this is as good as it gets in this country. Just just show me a bit of passion, a bit of commitment. And if you go down, go down fighting. Um, we haven't done that for a couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, Richard's got a lot on his on his plate for this week. Um, you know, we, like you say, I've not Wayne Bennett. I don't know. But, you know, it's he, on his shoulders now to, to make a change. Discipline's going to be
0: key as well. Uh, Paul, in discipline, talked about that. Um, said that, obviously, players are just kind of making rash decisions in games. Like we talked about in the in the previous podcast, it's more of a mental thing for, for me. Um, we're just hoping the players are in a good frame of mind when we're talking about changes.
1: I think a lot of it's frustration, Rob. When things aren't going right, it's frustration. It like the Paulie Paulie one against all care. I didn't think it was a red card, really. I thought, yeah, maybe a sim minion. But why did he do that? It's the last minute of the game. The game's gone. Why would you go and do that? It's... I think sometimes we've got too many players in that team that are a liability and, and they do stupid things like that and it just needs taken out of the game. You need to use your, use your brain. If I was Richard Marshall saying to Paul, look, don't go doing something daft like that. The game's gone. Just use your brain a bit more because we've already got enough suspensions. He could have got suspended for that. And I mean, I know he didn't. He probably got sending off sufficient or whatever, but he could have done. And it, it's just a silly thing to do. The penalty count again last week was 10-5, okay. God knows how many of them six to go things were because that Uta was right near where I was sat and it was going off all the time so we give plenty of them away as well so 10 fives a lot of penalties to, to give away and a lot of them are silly ones as well silly ones at the play the ball and things like that so yeah we need to stamp that we've said that all season I mean I can remember seasons where you, you'd go through a season you wouldn't have a player red carded I think this season we've had two already if I'm right Ryan Lannan and, and Paulie Paula. we've quite a lot of binnings as well haven't we so We've gone from being the most unpenalised team a couple of years ago to like the most penalised team, you? I mean, you think that 2019 season we were, we was, I don't know, it was the, the cleanest team in the league. We weren't, we weren't giving any penalties away, and you know that can have a, a, a big bearing. The more penalties you're giving away, the more possession you're giving to your opposition, the more pressure you're putting on these cells, more repeat sets you're giving away, and things like that. So, so yeah, discipline's a, a big thing. But like I said, I think a lot of it's down to frustration, and when you're desperate to get a result.
0: Yeah, we, we talked about others' and and obviously it's all about our performance, not not sort of catering for them, Parker.
3: Yeah, yeah, you've got you you've, you've got to concentrate on your own game. Um, before the game, whatever the, the players think, that's got to go out, you know, got to go out of the mind. They have just got to concentrate on doing their job. Um like I say, the, the other things are distractions, aren't they? Watson Yates, things like that. They're all just. It's more for the fans, I think, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't think professional players would. They may have a point to prove about trying to get one over him or something like that, but I don't think it counts. And at the moment, I'd rather them just concentrate and doing what they need to do. Um, The discipline thing is, is key. We can't keep giving teams the ball. We just cannot do it. And we can't be at 12 men for any period of a game. Um, I was slightly disappointed with what Marshall said about the Chris Atkin one. He, was, he seemed to be sitting on the fence a little bit, and I think I think 99 of all rugby League fans know that it wasn't even a penalty, never mind a Stim minute. <laughs> uh, but Richard started to said, "Oh," and he, even at the, after the game, the interview there, he sort of he seemed to to blame Chris Atkin for it, which I didn't quite get. Um, he didn't he didn't sort of come out and say that's a ridiculous decision. The referees got that blatantly wrong. Uh, which he did uh, I know he defended Paulie Paul in, in the interview you've you got um, and for me that, that was another one that I think realistically Paulie Paulie was the one that should have got a bit of a, an earful um, like Paul said it's the last minute of the game if, if he doesn't come shooting out the line and commit to that tackle he can still be in that defensive line he's put pressure on the player but he's still in the line all that did was left a massive gap for a man to run through well, another player had to pull across because he's pulled out and through he went and scored. And, and, and Morgan Esqueray went running off the opposite way, I think. But anyway, yeah, you know, but things like that, you've got to think, you've just got to, you know, control yourself. I mean, we saw Moose do it against cats you know, he, a man of his experience and a, a, a leader, a player that I've got nothing but respect for. But he got frustrated and he, I think it was Danny Richardson, late and got Simbin. Can't do that, cushy games. So we've just got to sort to of discipline out. Put the Watson thing out of mind. If the lads decide to put a big hit on uh, Yates, fine by me, absolutely. Um, in fact, no, please do it. But, you know, keep it clean. Make sure it is legal. Keep everybody on the pitch. Um, and, and just get on with your job. Because that's what it's all about, I suppose. It's all about being
0: ready uh, for, for, for the big game. Uh, Paul, um, he talked about, obviously... The, you know, the opposition and how and we're, we're you know, going to have to be 100% uh, sort of ready. And I think it's also important as well, Paul, that us fans are 100% behind the team. Because obviously with all the Ian Watson uh, thing, uh, you know, swirling in the background, the last thing we we need, well, the players need, is us fans having a go at Ian Watson. The players need our support right now to get behind him and lift him to that that next level. I know there won't be thousands of us there, there'll be probably a few hundred or whatever. It's so important that that we get behind him in such a crucial game.
1: Yeah, I can't understand anybody having a go at Ian Watson, really. Uh, he's, he's gone, he, I mean, with the greatest respect to Ian. He's yesterday's man, as far as I saw for the concern. He, he's, he's gone, he's not part of the club anymore, he's nothing to do with us, so it, it, you've got to let that go. I mean, yeah, we, we can be disappointed about the way he left and the things he said. We don't know what's going on, we don't know... Everything that went on behind the scenes, so you're just guessing sometimes and plucking things out of the air and having a go at people for, you know, for for something. So, yeah, I'm not bothered anymore. That's that's gone. Richard Marshall Salford's coach now, and as far as I'm concerned, I'll be going to the game of friend. I'll be 100 percent behind Richard Marshall. I'm not going to mention Ian Watson. We should be getting behind Marshall. We should be giving it. So the, the the crowd who go should be cheering that Salford side on because. So I right, like cheering them on when you get in the Grand Finals and Cup Finals. But for me, this is when the players and the club need you the most as a supporter. You know, there's not going to be loads of us, but they need us there now getting behind them. It's all right going to Old Trafford and cheering them on then. But this is bread and butter now. This is when Salford need us. So we need to be there and, and make ourselves heard on, on, on Friday night. And yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Huddersfield are a decent side. They, they've started to come into their own a bit now. I think they had a bit of a rocky start did they lose the first four or five games but Ian Watson has got them playing well now he's got a settled pair of half-backs he's got quite a settled team from what I've seen and uh, they they seem pretty useful so uh, it's going to be a test I mean, if I had to decide between OKR and Huddersfield who was a better side they're probably quite two similar teams to be honest with you Um, just thinking before and and on Friday night I was driving home what's the difference between OKR's side and, and our side and I thought, on paper our players are just as good as OK has, if not better. And yet they've won five matches and they've got 10 points. So is that not a belief thing sometimes? So we need to get that belief back and get that confidence back, I think. and If, dare I say it, we could get a result against field or even a performance, it might just give you that bit of confidence to start building. We need we need a building block now. We need something to build from. Because for me at the moment, we're at, we're at rock bottom or not far off. And we need to start, you know, looking up and shouting to the top, as the uh, the style council used to say.
0: <laughs> Score prediction, uh, Parky, and, and a song title might be might be extra, give you extra points.
3: <laughs>
2: well, sorry,
0: you give me a give me a song title in your in your in your in your prediction, and uh, I'll give you extra points for it. Okay, I'll, I'll
3: I'll think about it. One one thing before we do is, um, I, I'll, I was going to say about our record there, as Paul as, as previously mentioned, is is tremendous. It seems to be a decent ground for us, and um, I'm just hoping that that luck can continue. We've won we've won a lot of games there. Yeah. Um, going back to the first time I went, about 90, 95, 96, something like that. Um, we, had, you know, so we've had a good a good run there. Um, so fingers crossed. And and the other thing is that Huddersfield has just had a week off through through. COVID apparently I not don't, I don't the ins and outs but uh, so will they be fresher or, or will it affect them in a different way that they've had that week off you just don't know um, going into predictions um, well I haven't thought about this you know uh, yeah. I should have, should have had enough time yeah now um, oh, yeah. I'm I'm really struggling here. Eh? I'm really struggling. I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to think of something that's, you know. Uh, Come on, know. Parker. I've got uh, my pound. You don't. Know, you predict, you got, got, didn't you prediction league One yet? No, not yet, mate. No, it's uh, I've slipped and I've I've left it too late. Um, I'm gonna. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll say a sorry for the win by twenty two eighteen, and it's. Uh, Harvey Levett winner, uh, scooting over out wide. We'll, we'll take that. Team. It won't we'll, matter, won't we'll, we,
0: we'll, Paul? What's your uh, what's your prediction?
1: You know, I bet he didn't say that in his prediction league. The <laughs> little, little fibber. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he just got me thinking back there when he said about the first time he'd uh, go to Wootersfield '96. There was that um, Mark Lee kicking for Nathan McAvoy at the end. We got oh, out of jail, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Remember that, did. Remember that game? Um, I've wrote mine down here. Um, Nineteen eighteen to solve it. I'm going. Nineteen
0: eighteen.
1: Mm. Is there a More story money. behind
2: that? And the money like?
1: this week? Um, I've got a confession to make as well. Actually, all um, oh, right, one of them is it. I put twenty quid on Old Kyle last
0: week.
1: <gasps> yeah, I did. Reaction.
3: Wise man. <laughs> Wise man. <laughs> we had uh, we
0: had
1: an eight point start on the Cooper. We had an eight points start on the Cooper, and I thought, I can't see us winning by eight. Um, oh, oh, I can't see us uh, getting a result. Even, in even that. a camera I couldn't believe it. No, so, so, uh, so yeah, I backed to uh, I backed to okay to win to win by uh, nine or more. So it didn't. I tell you what, though, it didn't um, cheer me up. I was still in a real mood on the way home. I didn't remember till I got home. So, uh, so no, but yeah, I'm sorry about that. But it'll be interesting to see what sort of start we get this week actually with the Buckies. With, with the with the Huddersfield game. But no, I'm sticking with me 1918. I might put some money on us this week because uh, I just I just fancy a result. I just fancy us to play well. I, I don't by all the Watson thing and all that, that Luke Yates thing, I think we can play well. We've, We've got it in us. We showed against the Wigan game. I know I always say this thing that my dad always says about you're only as good as your last game and all that. We proved against Wigan we can play well. We played well in that game, and we were lucky enough to win the game. And then since then, we've just gone down the tube, haven't we, in our last two games. So if we can sort of get that form back from that game, we I mean, look at the cast game in the Cup. Played really well that day. Put a really good performance in and was unlucky. So if we can get that sort of commitment back uh, and that effort back, you know, that'll take you a long way. And I don't think Huddersfield the blooming Penrith Panthers. They're not that good. Um, they, they've been, had some in and out results themselves this season. They got beat at okay. all. I know it was a bit closer than we was, but they've had some... Some poor defeats, haven't they? So they've um, they've not been like hitting the straps throughout the season. I think they've got better the last few weeks, but uh, I still I think they're still a bit of a work in progress, aren't they? So uh, so yeah, what, why not? Why not? Why not go and win there? So yeah, I'm going to stick with me nineteen eighteen. There's not a story behind it. I'll go. Um, who can drop a goal for us? Um, shall I say two Lory after we've been slagging him off? <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, say two 0 will drop the drop the winning goal. Yeah,
0: continuing our our songed theme uh, predictions. I I think i've Sol- Obviously, being a, a Queen fan, lack like of good Queen song. I think because we're under pressure, um, and uh, obviously, there's a crazy little thing called love. That's why we follow Salford. And uh, who wants to live forever? That's the that's the that's the thing. So let's just go for a big win. I'm going for Wootersfield, <laughs> fourteen Salford, thirty eight. Thirty-eight fourteen, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go deck pattern twice.
1: When he was going about queen, then I thought he was gonna say another one bites the dust.
0: (laughs) 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 Hopefully not. Uh, So that's the end of this uh, pop-up podcast. Um, Nice way to end it, really. After after the. uh, we're sitting defeat against OKR, chuckling away to ourselves, Parker.
3: Yeah, yeah, we need them cheering up, don't we? Let's be honest. It's uh, it's been a tough, tough couple of weeks for us. And uh let's just hope that the boys can just put a performances for us this week. It doesn't the, the result, of course we want to win, get some out of it, but it's a performance I'm looking for more than anything else. And a bit of bit of heart, a bit of a commitment, and then we, we can move on from there. We've got a home game the week after, our own fans behind us. We can we can hopefully move on from there.
0: Yeah, and doing this uh, podcast, uh, Paul, it's it's a kind of magic that we we love to do.
1: Yeah, it cheers you up, doesn't it? You, you spend like a couple of days thinking about it, but no, I'll, you get it off your chest, don't you? You really do get. I do anyway. I love getting it off my chest and having a moan. Um, not so much a moan, but just you know, yeah, just putting the world to rights. I think, I think we have done over the over the course of this week, haven't we? But. It's going to be a tough podcast next week. If we're feel like get fifty points in it, it's going to to be hard to do. But let's hope, fingers crossed we can. uh, It doesn't come to that, and uh, we get a nice, a nice performance. Not not necessarily a victory, but just like we've all been saying, let's just compete and you know see what happens.
0: Yeah, big thanks tuning into this week's uh, Devil the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Parkson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil the Detail S R D. You can find us on Twitter at D I T D S R D, and you find us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Radio Contact, Spotify, and now YouTube. Good luck, Salford, and we'll see you next week.